Us not. We could. Is that woman choking? No, she's just being dramatic. I choke all the time. You know when you put those candies in the back of your mouth and then you're like, Josh, Josh. Hey, Josh. Is that really necessary? She's okay. Hi. You saved my life. I can't thank you enough. Josh. That is such a beautiful name. Josh. Look how you say it. Right. So, <laughs> would you ever marry for money? Yes. Depending. He was like Depending. really yes. old and gonna die in the next like 48 hours? Yes. But I mean, if he was like hot and young and a millionaire, then that's just a bonus. Listen, wait, do you remember all those months ago when you were recording and Sam was like, imagine this girl with a really great personality, right? And then you cloned the personality and like one girl was super ugly and then the other one was super hot. And he was like, Uchi, which one did you date, right? And I remember, I'm like, no, I'm not answering this question because this stupid thing is damned if I do, damned if I don't. Yeah, uh-huh. really. Yeah. <laughs> but when it comes to marrying for money, I'm marrying for money. It's hard out here. <laughs> See, you know what? I have mixed feelings because I am very, I'm very self-made. So I mean, I like in the words of Cher, I'm gonna be my own rich. I'm gonna be my own rich man. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Good luck with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good luck with time. that. I mean, she's already halfway there. She can, she can use her white privilege. <laughs> I guess she got that going for her. What's what's scarier than a white than a rich white man, a rich white woman, <laughs> or a middle aged white woman who crashes the, the wedding the of world. a woman of color? That's also scary as well. That, that too. Yeah, that was like a full Karen Pearl move right there. Yes, like that was that was. Just that made me hate this movie even more. To be to be honest, <laughs> like no. Yeah, the worst I figure thing, you though. like the fact that Priyanka was in this. Well, Does the, that make it the, I was just mad at the fact that she disrupted the wedding to announce to everyone that she was in love with herself. I was like, you need to be arrested. Like, no, you're not allowed to do that. <laughs> you're not allowed to do. Like, then why are you here? Like, why would you? Technically, you're not important. Like, why are you here? <laughs> If you're going to come to announce yes, to all of us that you love yourself. Okay, that's nice. Good for you. Why do you need to crash my yes, wedding, sir. though? Here's my favorite thing, though. I know, like, you know, Malin weddings, I don't think we do that. I don't think we give the people the chance to interrupt weddings. <laughs> right? Because, <laughs> like, Why? That's, that's rude. Yeah. Like, it's not your place, bro. <laughs> like, it's you not know, honestly, you. every time I'm at a wedding... I mean, okay, I've been a bridesmaid several times at this point, and I have, like, run Always down the... Always the bridesmaid, never the never bride. The bri- actually true. It was true. right there. It was actually right there. Actually true. But, I mean, I have actually run down the aisle to yell at the DJ because he was playing the wrong music for the wedding, but that's beside the point. Um, where was I going with this? Yeah, where are you going with this? Mm-hmm. I, every time they're like, oh, does anyone, like, when I'm at a wedding and everyone's like, do you want, like, can you, 
Does anyone want to say something like stop them from getting married? I am so tempted every time to be like, yes, I want to say something. And then but it. I don't know. Yeah. Just, it's those intrusive I, I personally think that's just a way for people who want attention to command attention. And they do not deserve yeah. attention in yeah. that situation at all. If it's the you, intrusive thoughts though, right? As long as, as far as we're in real life, if you intrude someone's wedding to proclaim your oh. love for one of the members of the married couple, you're a horrible person. A hundred percent. Like, you are, oh, you totally you are yeah. a 100% you know, bad person. I think the problem but, is, wait, the problem is with Western media and just like in general, the way society and media works, like we've been programmed to think that you have to bust into the wedding at the last moment, <laughs> being like, I interrupt this wedding and ever just be like, oh my gosh, isn't that romantic? No, no. First of all, if it was real life, everyone at that wedding will hate you. No one's going mean, to be happy with you at all. I interrupt this wedding. For a public service announcement. Bro, <laughs> bro. bro the pun. The, pro- the pun. Come on. It's not romantic. No, it's not. It's really not romantic. It's not it's romantic. romantic. You know what's not? <laughs> See, it's but not it's romantic. intrusive thoughts, right? Where it's like, oh, what would happen if I just randomly swerved off the road? It's like, what would happen if I randomly stood up and be like, no, you'd cry. Yeah, you'd crash. The what if, intrusive thoughts. That's what they're called, intrusive thoughts. Oh my goodness. But Let's guys, start the show. I said the pun. <laughs> yes, you did say the pun. Let's start the show. But my real job is, I'm, I'm a swimsuit model. That makes sense. But really, I'm a role model. Because I truly believe in giving back to the underprivileged. I'm underprivileged. Hey. You're so funny. Oh, hey. You're hey. so funny. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. Hey, this is my best friend, Natalie. Natalie, this is... Isabella Stone. Welcome to the Northern Critic Podcast. I'm your co-host, Sam Shinobi. Uchi, defund the police in Waka. No Michael. And Pam Hincharik. No Michael. No Michael today. It always screws me up when Michael's not here. Mm -hmm. Of course he fucking (laughs) bat. Oops. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, Yeah, he backed out of this one. Of course he bows out for Mm -hmm. the romantic comedy. Yeah. I knew he would, but still. (laughs) I mean, shame, shame, shame. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't blame him. Happy Valentine's. Is it Valentine's Day on the this day that this is airing? Yes. Is it? I don't know. It's Saturday. Yeah, the fourteenth. So, yeah. Um. Um. So it's the thirteenth. Yeah. Either way. So happy Valentine's Day from Northern Critic. <laughs> if it is Valentine's Day. Screw Valentine's wow. Day. Wow. If you have. A partner or a loved one. (laughs) Show them some love. You suck. Or a hand, exactly. (laughs) Show it some love. You know what I mean? You know, pick up your dog or your cat. 
and buy them some chocolate, even though I, I don't think chocolates are good for those animals. But still, Doug, you know. dogs are not supposed to have chocolate. Yeah. Corn. Pops <laughs> are not supposed to have chocolate either. No. Fine. Don't get your dog chocolate. Get your dog a powerful, big beef steak. You know what I'm saying? You know, sprinkle some love in that. Give it to your dog. You know, have a good time. That's all it is. Valentine's Day was originally not supposed Sam, to be for couples. I hope you realize it okay. sounds like you're promoting bestiality. <laughs> what, you're telling me you're, you're right. not supposed to feed your dog steak? I could feed my dog steak. The way you were just making it, you can feed your dog steak, but yeah. the way you were making it A sound was just like... He probably feeds his dog steak, sausage, lollipop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. Different things. <laughs> the good Some stuff. celery, you know, a carrot maybe. Um, yeah, no. So I, show I some hope it's lo- nothing like celery. <laughs> show some love. You know, for those of you who have that one cousin that you've been wanting to give a hug, you know, look for your cousin. Give your cousin I'm a hug. I'm hearing banjos. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> show your cousin some love. Take me home. <laughs> show your cousin some love. Show. I belong West Virginia Show your best friend's mom some love You know Mountain mama <laughs> Wait, wait Sam, you're not getting through this speech without Uchi and I singing That's what I'm saying, show your best friend's mom some love You know, she knows you've been checking Sam. out You know, just just be like, Sam. hey ma'am, I appreciate Sam, just- you you know, I've been no I notice yeah. you noticing me, so I appreciate <laughs> you. Uchi, do the thing. You. Do the thing. <laughs> Which is the thing? There's a lot the of things. Thing. So I appreciate you. You know. Introduce, <laughs> no, I'm not doing the thing. <laughs> <laughs> introduce an, introduce your mom to your best friend and tell your mom that your best friend appreciates her. You know what I'm saying? That's all it is. It's it's a day of okay. love. It's a day of this love. This is Sam. Sam, I want to ask this question. Yes. Is it like two summers ago when I used to sing Country Road as the theme song? Yeah. Did you ever tell that person about my misunderstanding? What do you mean? Oh, 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 (laughs) yeah. Yeah, I explained it to her in the end. (laughs) I did. It was so funny. (laughs) I did. I mean, she kind of funny. You don't have to tell me this story off air. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Um, no. So basically I had a childhood friend from the UK who came in for my graduation. Um, Uchi and some of my other friends met oh, her. Oh, I think uh, I've Estelle. heard this. Yeah. So she came over, mm-hmm. uh, for my graduation. Estelle and I have been friends since we were kids. Uh, I'm, I think I'm like about a year or two older, but like generally the same age range. Um, and we were hanging out. Uchi and I think one some other people thought she was cool. Some people thought she was cute with her British accent as well, which is weird because from where yeah, we come from, that's accent. just how normal people talk. Um, but it was okay until I can't remember. Someone said something about how cute she was and how possibly that like I could date her or something. And then Uchi started singing the Sweet Home Alabama song. Basically, because I I had explained to them prior that I would never date Estelle because at this point, because we grew up together, we're basically siblings. Um, 
And then, yeah, and then Uchi sang the Country country Road song, which I was like, no, that is not happening. Country Roads or Sweet Home Alabama? Sweet Home Alabama. It was, a sweet, it was sweet Home, yeah, it was Sweet Home Alabama, yeah. So it was Take it was an interesting home. time. It was an interesting time. Um, it was so funny. Because I was going to say, yeah. one is Leonard Skinner and one is uh, John, John Denver, thinks the artist. No. I'm pretty sure know. Estelle is probably listen well going to be listening into this episode at some point. So she's 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 been reminded of all of this again. Um, okay, here's my favorite thing though. Do you remember the day after my birthday, mm-hmm. right? When I messaged you or talked to you and I was like, Hey, I was pretty turnt last night. Did I tell Estelle that she sounds like someone I know? Yes, yes, you did that too. Yeah. <laughs> so Estelle had a very colorful evening that, Every... that, that evening. She was, <laughs> I, I feel like she went away with the concept, I guess, in her head that just everyone in Canada is weird. Like she probably just feels that way now. We're nuts. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. My we don't know Australian if she's going to ever come back I've been to Canada. Sending him... We don't know. <laughs> Listen, she's a come My Australian again. friend. Um, I keep sending him updates about how cold it is, and my upstairs, like, inside-outside door window is completely frosted over, so I sent him a video of it, and he's like, yeah, that's a whole lot of nope. I wouldn't be leaving. <laughs> <laughs> no. The point is, if you no. got a cousin, you know, if you got a sister, if hey, you got Sam, a best stop. friend's mom, uh, stop. you know, we taking it all the way to if you got a best friend's dad, you know what I'm saying? If you got a cousin that's not really a cousin, but, like kind of a cousin you know what i'm saying like the kind of the the family ties are kind of murky you know show him some love you know give him a hug i think we need to stop him give him a big beefy steak you know have a good have a good time start talking about the movie (laughs) okay here's the thing valentine's day sucks it's made up by the hallmark thing and uh, let's talk about um the movie we're doing this week which is isn't it romantic Calm down, the grinch. This was your movie choice as well. I know why it is my movie. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> because I hate Valentine's Day. I was gonna say, out of the two of us, Uchi, Sam's the only mm-hmm. one in a relationship, so that's why he's all happy because he doesn't have to be concerned about even the before, reminder. Even before Valentine's. Wait, wait, Sam, Sam, <laughs> Sam, Sam, wait, wait. I'm happy. Mm-hmm. It's just you. See, I'm just cynical. Pam, yes, you are. Has your cousin not I'm told you they cynical. loved you this year? Listen, no, she couldn't but go back anyways. to Alabama. <laughs> I am very cynical for multiple reasons. Have you not yes, hugged your is cousin recently? Is that why? Do you need a phone call from your cousin? Listen. Or your best you friend's know, dad? I was actually on the phone with Becky. Do we need, oh, wait, 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 wait. Do we need to send some skinny know. white boys to Saskatoon? Saskatoon. <laughs> <laughs> to North Battleford, yes. Please. Listen, we don't do delivery to North um, Battleford. You have to go pick them up. <laughs> That's fine. I'll drive two hours. Um, I was actually on the phone with Becky yesterday, and like you two knew, know Becky, and mm. it was like, I think I'm extra salty with Valentine's Day coming up. Is because I'm mildly homesick. Especially after talking to Becky, that I'm like even more homesick. Yeah, that's my point. No cousins around. So. That's my point exactly. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> movies. Um, yes. So, so the Northern Critic Podcast is a film review podcast that focuses on audience or host handpicked films based off of plot, cinematography, casting, and style. Um, 
most of the review points of the films we review are based off of our opinions as your hosts and our guests on the show, if we had any. Um, on this episode, this is our 57th episode of season, well, I guess in total, but our fourth episode of season two, or fifth episode of season two. Um, two I think years. It's, isn't it seventh episode of season two? Is it? Are we at seven already? I don't know. I'm not keeping track anymore. <laughs> I think we're at seven because we're the no, 57th, we can't right? Be at seven. It's Our this is the second was... week of February. We're definitely not at seven. We're like at five. I, I'm I'm gonna count. I'm gonna count. January does not have seven two, weeks two, in it, four, Pam. Five, yeah, we're on our what? sixth. Yeah. <laughs> we're on our, this is our sixth episode. Yeah, that's Either my way. point. Well, like, January does not have seven two. weeks. Okay, yes. Uh, yeah, this, but you were saying I mean, it's our fourth episode. Has... The days are just flowing into one for me. Well, yeah, because you said seven. You said January. seven weeks, and I was like, it's been uh, January no, was no, not no. up to seven weeks. <laughs> no, I'm well uh, aware it's February, but I mean, I'm still writing 2020 on everything. Yeah. Um, on this episode of the podcast, we are reviewing the 2019 romantic comedy film, Isn't It Romantic? Um, it was directed by Todd Strauss and written by Aaron Cardillo, Dana Fox, and Katie Silberman. Um, however, if you watch it, you might find out that probably it was improv the entire time. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, I film... feel like I have to say something for our host who isn't here. This mm-hmm. movie contains a um, knockoff Chris Hemsworth. Yes. Well, I mean... We don't want to say that because we don't want to be depressed. Um, (laughs) (laughs) He's not Chris Hemsworth's cousin, but might as well be. Um, The film stars Rebel Wilson as a woman who finds herself in a world where everything around her plays out like a cliche PG-13 romantic comedy. Um, It also stars Liam Hemsworth, Adam Devine, who I really like, actually, um, and Priyanka Chopra, who I equally like. Um, in supporting roles. The film was theatrically released in the U.S. on February ter- 13th, 2019 by Warner Brothers, and it internationally kind of debuted on Netflix on February the 28th of 2019. Um, it grossed around $48 million on a $31 million budget, so it made up for about about $18 million back. So it was... It was uh, it was kind of a it was a success, pretty much. Like it made profits, um, and received generally positive reviews from critics. Um, yeah, pretty much. That's initial thoughts. Have at it. Cool. I'm yeah. gonna go first. Okay. Because I'll probably have the least extreme view of both of y'all. Mm-hmm. Do you guys know that Jeremy Clarkson meme? The one where he's like, "Oh no." Anyway, right. Mm-hmm. That's literally me after I watched this movie. I was like, okay. Anyway, this movie is literally just a movie. I have no strong feelings about this movie. Mm-hmm. I don't hate it. I don't love it. The plot, the plot is, but the plot is just fine. <laughs> the characters are fine. The acting is fine. The music is fine. Everything about this movie is just fine. <laughs> I literally came out of this movie being like, in two days' time, I won't remember anything about this movie. And guess what? I don't remember anything about this movie. <laughs> like, I know the ending where it's just like, I love myself. I'm like, that would be a cool message. 
if you kind of hinted at that throughout the movie, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. you you at no point did you hint that maybe it's about learning to love yourself, right? Mm-hmm. The only time you had that was at the beginning of the movie when her mom was like, "No one loves fight girls. You're not special." <laughs> like that's the only time that might have been hinted. I feel at. otherwise like nothing else. <laughs> I feel like that not special is just become the like opening line for this podcast it's become the banner remember you're not special <laughs> you remember you're just not special mm-hmm. and like i, I mean, michael would argue I that point if he was on this episode michael, but... michael is not special okay I'm putting that out there right Look, now he's he's really not he's just another average white boy as <laughs> <laughs> oh, i, I was saying <laughs> With this movie, <laughs> Michael epitomizes the white male inability to comprehend <laughs> their, their not good enoughness. So, so. <laughs> wait a minute, Pam. Why are you adding Michael in the group chat? <laughs> you didn't think I would notice? My computer is connected to the group chat. I saw you say that I'm calling him out. That's not cool. <laughs> For sure, fam. I've seen your life. Oh, I've seen your life, white woman. I've seen your life, white woman. Don't forget. (laughs) Don't forget. You are a diversity hire, and it's Black History Month. (laughs) Be careful. Oh my God! Like, yeah, when we do get to my, I guess Uchi, I'll wait for you to finish. (laughs) (laughs) What was I gonna say? Literally, I had more fun drinking alcohol than watching this movie. <laughs> so, I think the worst thing is, like, I can't get what this movie was trying to do. It's trying to be a satire, satire slash commentary about romantic movies and how the this, like, unrealistic expectation, right? But everyone already knows that. <laughs> everyone knows that watching romantic comedies, so it's not doing anything mind-blowing. It's like, isn't it weird how in romantic comedies everyone wakes up with perfect makeup? Yeah, we know. It's weird. Isn't it weird that New York smells amazing? Yeah, we know. It's weird. <laughs> like, I will admit, if there was any unrealistic aspect I would want to incorporate in everyday life, it would be the ability to wake up with hair and perfect makeup every morning because that would mean I could sleep in for 45 minutes longer every day. You still find a way to be late. I mean, I guess. I think. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. What were you going to say? Even. Like, I, I noticed, like, you. I know you're going to bring it up in your point, but, like, you're talking about how this movie was offensive to, like, stereotypes of, like, it was like offensive gays, to everyone. The, I have a list. Why did I say offensive to the LGBTQ community? Everyone. Brown people, offensive everyone. to everyone. <laughs> like, I just said, it's like Jeremy Clarkson meme, right? Anyway. I kind of forgot to get offended because I was tired after this movie. <laughs> this movie had left no impression on my mind. And that's why I literally walked away from this movie being like, I have no strong feelings. I do not have the energy to hate it. Oh, my goodness. So, 5 out of 10. would recommend <laughs> that you watch once. 5 out of 10. So this could be the shortest podcast ever. It won't be. You guys are going to argue the whole time. For the record, let it be held on record for people listening in. Sam, this February, for Valentine's Day, Black History Month, wanted to do Malcolm and Marie. You know what I got instead? This movie. 
<laughs> yes, Malcolm and Marie, the reviews looked bad. But guess what? We found out the reviews were bad because the movie itself insulted the critics, apparently. That's why they gave it bad reviews. I don't know. But we're here to talk about oh, spoilers, isn't it romantic? I haven't watched it yet. Yeah. So I know I didn't say anything about it. I'm just I'm just letting nope. people know <laughs> the reason why the reviews look bad is because the the movie literally insults the critics. Um or the critic process, essentially. Um but anyways, the point is this movie, isn't it romantic? No, it wasn't romantic at all. <laughs> I have a list <laughs> of all the people <laughs> this movie offended. <laughs> this movie, first of all, started with... I guess it's not really offensive in this situation. I feel like I'm not in a position to say it was offensive because I don't identify as part of the LGBTQ community. But I'm pretty sure some depictions of members of the LGBTQ community in this situation was, I mean, yes, it was supposed to play off the cliche in, um, I guess, you know, rom-com movies where the hmm. leading white female has a best gay friend, apparently, that helps her on her quest to... So they basically replaced the magical uh, N-word or the magical black person um, with the gay person in today's Hollywood, essentially. Um, except in this case, they did that as a cliche thing, but then when they came to the real, like, character who was supposed to be gay, he was a drug dealer. Interesting. But, okay. Um, Priya, so, th this is, that's just the first part. The second part is, this movie introduces one woman of color, which is Priyanka Chopra, right? She's this exotic, beautiful... Swimsuit model. Okay, fine. How do they introduce her? She's eating food somewhere in New York and chokes. And this chivalrous white man <laughs> grabs her and tries to save her from choking, which is fine, right? That's okay. That's, that's very normal. Except the main female character goes, that's not necessary when he's trying to help her to not choke. And I'm like, okay, so there's already some inner kind of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Disdain towards this woman of color just because she happens to be beautiful. If this was, if this was white on white crime, I'd be fine with it. I wouldn't even complain. I, at this point with Hollywood, I prefer white on white crime to white on black crime. I just don't like that. Um, if you're going to make a very, very hateable swimsuit model whatever just make it another white woman to be honest that that's that's just my purpose say make her the stereotypical like size zero fake blonde with black well, yeah, eyebrows her, because like, literally Priyanka Chopra's character she's she's a yoga ambassador which also in of itself was kind of what okay fine let's accept that she's a yoga ambassador and a model which is fine but she's also a woman of color who probably had to claw her way to get to that status, right? Um, but they're just going to be like, oh, she's pretty just based off her looks and she has anything she wants. She's rich. She has a helicopter. It's like, okay, cool. Fine. That's I guess we're going with this absurdist comedy, which is fine. Um, and then we go to the person, the brown person of color. Not black, brown. The, the, the other brown person that was in this movie, which was the 
um, middle-aged vendor who had a wheelbarrow cart. And oh, the falafel cart guy. Yeah, and <laughs> I was just like, is everyone a stereotype in this? Because he's literally yelling and saying something in, I guess, whatever language he's speaking. I don't know if it was Pakistani or Hindu. But he was yelling at her to get out of the way of the cart. And then it hits her. And then he goes, oh, like, what are you, made of concrete or whatever? And I'm just like, oh, my goodness. This is... I'm like, oh, so this movie is just about how the world, the whole world is just super mean to this white woman. Okay, fine. Whatever. And then the one that finally broke me was that this Karen... I'm not even going to dignify her by calling her actual name in the movie. This Karen barged into a wedding for a person like this is where i feel like this wasn't real because if priyanka chopra's family family which i assume would be brown was actually there at that wedding no one's letting that woman in like they will get a like an indian mafia to escort her out with ak-47s i don't know something would happen you're not breaking into that wedding as a white person and saying, hey, don't marry that brown person. That's not happening ever. So my that's biggest, just, yeah, go for it. I was going to say, can I point, just point something out? If mm-hmm. this was like, if they wanted instead of like, there's lots of things that can be fixed with this movie. And like, when I watched it the first time, I literally just watched it for entertainment video. But every time I have watched it after, I have found something like horrendously wrong with it. Mm-hmm. And my biggest thing, and this is what I kind of wanted to do this movie is like, so this movie was supposed to be a satire and like for what it is, it's okay. So many ways they could have made it so much better. I just and like, yeah. I don't like, I'm kind of like, I'm, yeah, I'm on the same side of Uchi where it's like, <laughs> I just, I just personally um, feel like this movie was just to finish my point. I feel like personally it was it did more harm than good in what it was trying to do because yeah. the the message it was trying to send is oh love yourself that's a fine message but you basically well that's a great message yeah but you basically sent the message being hey love yourself but it's okay to be a horrible person while you love yourself like that's essentially what this movie is telling people which for me is kind of like oh yeah uh, okay you know, and then also Liam Hemsworth's character, who is this rich dude, rich, also Australian dude, apparently, who is good looking and a billionaire and whatever. But then, you know what? Guess what? Let's also just make him the stereotypical, like, white, douchey person. And I I don't know. It's just everyone was a stereotype in this movie. I didn't like it. I, I don't like putting people in boxes. It just, it wasn't my cup of tea, essentially. I did laugh a couple times, but just out of frustration, not out of actual genuine laughter. So, yeah. See, I think if you watch this movie with, like, zero criticism, like, no expectation, just, like, watching it for entertainment value, it's overall, like, a meh movie. It's okay. It's not great. It's not, like, but yeah, like I said, I I have watched it a Um, couple times, and every time I have... Uh, Sam, do you mind if we pause the recording so you can restart your Discord? Oh, sure. You're breaking in and out a lot. Okay. Like, watching this movie now, I see, like, a lot of issues. Like, the first time I watched through it, I was like, oh, haha, it's funny. And, I mean, when this movie came out, I was also like, 
not in a really, really dark place in my life. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I have just remained super cynical since then. Um, Anyone who knows that knows me knows how cynical I am when it comes to relationships and romance. Um, But there's so many ways like I like the movie or not not the movie, the music in this movie. I think that was my favorite part. And like this movie tried to be a satire of all those bad 80s and 90s rom-coms. And I wish it would have leaned more into that. And I think the way they could have made this better, and this is like builds on your point of like Rebel Wilson's character hating on Priyanka Chopra's character. It's like, mm-hmm. I would have liked if they would have had the stereotypical like bimbo, like catwalk model, like the, like almost like a Victoria's Secret model, like the blonde or like stereotypical white brunette. But um, I, and had but like that's my- Rebel that's my point though my point is i don't like i just don't like stereotypes in movies like i feel like stereotypes are bad for films just in general no and that's what i'm building i was like i would have rather seen that and had like i don't know a stronger feet like a stronger female lead like i would almost like because like i like priyanka chopra as an actress i almost would have rather seen her in like the main character lead personally mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I mean, I think they would have done. I think there's a lot of changes I would have made to this I'm movie. Sorry. I gotta say this: there's no way I can believe Priyanka Chopra as the main lead in this movie. Like, I would not have believed it at all. <laughs> like, how are we supposed to be like? I don't believe in love and true romance. No guy wants me. Sure, Priyanka. No guy wants. Well, it would have been it would have been believable if she was like a woman who was in a position of power, like maybe if she was mm-hmm. like a CEO or something, and just like dudes were like like maybe men were intimidated by her, or she just couldn't find her right. Well, match. and that's see, a different that's a different story. In that's itself, a different right? movie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, see, and like I would have liked to see something maybe like that, and then had all these like satires to these old rom-coms i think that would have played out better with that whole like self-love aspect of it Mm -hmm. and i mean like we see a lot of like smart beautiful powerful women who have a hard time finding significant others in this day and age because they don't want to put up with the bs and like they're self-made and guys are intimidated by them right Mm -hmm. so it's like i would have i would have found that almost a better way to go with this mm-hmm. well yeah, yeah. So that's, I mean, that's just the thing too. the movies yeah like the movie is okay for what it is it could have been so much better and i mean like as a white female who has a very close gay friend <laughs> like i and I, I like but like he he is honestly probably one of my best friends and i can go to him with any problem and he's there and he will listen and he will help and but i didn't like how this leaned into that stereotype and then made him a drug dealer at the end i was kind of just like what what hey, life is hard make your money no, no i know but, oh, I know. but this is where like i was like it, it literally was like you could swap the gay best friend with the black best friend and still get the same result yeah. like nothing would change so that's my point exactly where it's the movie didn't do any favors whatsoever. No. It just perpetuated. No, it didn't. Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> and like, I don't know, like, I don't know if that was something that they were trying to do off, like to 
play a satire at the old rom-coms or if they just weren't thinking. But I mean, at the same time, like, I know this movie only came out two years ago, but think of how much more woke we are and how much more woke movies have come in the in the last, like, year and a half or two years. I mean, that's true. But then what, what else came out in 2019? I think... I th- it was, tw- was it 2019? Yeah, it came out in 2019. Yeah. 2019. Okay, no, no, it's not excuse for saying like, oh, it's 2019. Like we've bo- become more woke th- since then. No, that's not an excuse. What I was going to say is the problem with this movie, it thinks it's smarter than it actually is. Mm. I was like, how are you going to write yeah. a satire about like, oh, every single rom com has the fabulous gay best friend and then work in that stereotype all the time? It doesn't work yeah. like that. It doesn't. Cause Cause it, like, it, it, well, yeah. and I think I'm just gonna wait for Uchi. Because I'm gonna bring this up. Imagine if this movie had the sass, the sassy black friend. Mm-hmm. It would. It would. Do you think bad. it would have been? It wouldn't have handled it with tech. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's would have been that one defining, like thing. Sassy black friend. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like how Adam Driver's character is, reluctant his best friend who's in love, and waiting patiently. <laughs> Sorry, what? Adam Driver's character is literally best friend who's in love, waiting patiently. Oh, Adam Devine. Oh, sorry, I had Adam Driver. Okay, Adam Devine. Yeah, why did you say Adam Driver? Oh, Adam, Adam Devine. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like Adam Driver. What? <laughs> I think that's what was tripping me up, and I was like, okay, what are we talking about For a second, here? Okay. I was like, was no, that Driver makes sense. Film? Yeah. yeah. Listen, yeah I was like, where was Adam swap, Driver? You can swap out OYP when this movie will make a difference. <laughs> that's very true, actually. Very, very okay, so true. I'm not gonna lie. I I think out of all the characters, I think he was probably the most enjoyable. Nope. He so even then it would just as as an actor nope. as an actor, I like Adam Devine. Like he's, hmm. I think he's funny, genuinely funny. But in the movies that he was in, he was the supporting that I've seen anyways that I liked him in. He was most of the time he plays the role of supporting white friend to a main. Hmm lead of color like he was in after party yep. um he was in the the other one with alexandra the dario as well um so he's been in a couple but he always he always plays a supporting character to he was also in modern family as well so he always plays a supporting character yeah. to like to like he isn't pitch perfect yeah exactly he's, he always See, plays oh, a yeah, supporting was... character but his character always his kind of takes thing. a backstage you know i don't know yeah because the backstage actor, yeah, I said what I said. <laughs> I don't think Ed Devine has that much acting range. I think he plays the goofy best friend. Because, yeah, I just time. like say this because my cousin said it. I my cousin said this and I laughed so much. She's like, Ed Devine needs to do a drama role. How can Kevin Hart have done a drama before him? He needs to get serious. <laughs> I mean, Adam Sandler has done something serious. And I agree. So. Adam Sandler has done something serious. And yeah. you're like, yeah, Adam Sandler can actually act. I, I just can't imagine Adam Dry- Devine doing like a serious movie. Adam role. Tri- <laughs> yes. I am kind of that, honestly, he's I'm the like worst, thinking. He's the, second, wait, he's the second best Adam in Hollywood because every time someone says Adam, the first thing Adam you think of is Adam Driver. Yeah. I think of the cat that looks like Adam Driver. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just that's just. <laughs> I'll send it in our group chat. Um, honestly, I feel like if they put Adam Driver in this movie, and I mean, I think he might would do this movie. I mean, he did that zombie movie. Maybe he would have done this. 
Adam Driver would not do this movie. He would not. He you would, don't think? He would not do this movie. I think hey, he would question. have done... Wait, no, no, wait, 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 question. I think he would do this if it was the start of his career. Yes, but like yeah. right now, no. But okay, he... Zombie one. No. Well, the zombie, the zombie one, one wasn't the... Three blew up. Yeah, also the zombie one, this he was, wasn't the main... Also the zombie one had Bill Murr. Wait, the zombie one had Bill Murr. Yeah. I'm sorry, if someone says that you're going to act opposite Bill Murr, I'm like, yeah, yeah. man. Yeah, exactly. That's my point, exactly. And... Okay, uh, okay, question... If he ever listens to this podcast, I'm throwing this out there. Is if Adam Driver ever listens to this podcast, weigh in and tell us would you or would you not have taken the role of a supportive friend? What did you say it was, Uchi? Reluctant friend in waiting. Reluctant best friend waiting. We've seen Adam Reluctant Driver. best friend in love in waiting. This... We've seen Adam Driver. But like, would, would in you do Black it if you K-Klansman. were offered this role? There is no way. We've seen Adam Black. Like... There's no way he's going from that to yeah. this. There's just no way. We've seen him in marriage storage. Yeah. There's no way he's going We've from that to in... this. Listen, the people in this movie are people who, let's be honest, they were never the main cast of the respective movies. <laughs> no, they weren't. <laughs> Even like Priyanka Robert Chopra Wilson wasn't. was in Pitch Perfect. Okay. Robert Wilson was in Pitch Perfect, but she, everyone wasn't there for her in Pitch Perfect. Yeah. Same with Adam Devine. Priyanka Chopra did her weird TV show. What the what was that thing called? Quantico or whatever it was, oh, where she was like that spy. Yeah. It was okay. Yeah, that's it was spy. just okay. It was not okay. That was a bad TV show. <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> it was bad. I'm it sorry. was Do bad. That's the worst thing about that TV show. I'm gonna bring this up, right? In that TV show, I think it's episode one or episode two, one of the white FBI recruitment agents kill themselves. Because guess what that person did? They slept with an underage girl from Malawi. Why you gotta bring my country <laughs> after this? What did my country do to you? It was it was bad. It was bad. Oh my goodness. Can we all agree that this movie needs a lot to fix it? Yeah, yeah a lot. Definitely. <laughs> but then at the same time, I don't care about this movie enough to even try to fix it. Yeah. Literally oh, exactly. that Jeremy it's literally that Jeremy Clarkson meme. Oh no. Anyway, <laughs> I, you know, I think the only thing I really like about this movie is the whole being cynical aspect. But I think there's movies that have since come out like Holiday that do the whole cynical aspect so much better. It's and not, I, I call the, it like the cynical and single. My point with the cynical like take on a character is that it has to be done in such a way that is... Mm. um. I want to say profounding to the audience. Like if you're being a if you're a cynical character and you're just pointing out obvious things, then you're you're not cynical. You're just you're just a normal no, a like, regular, you're like a again. Human. Why I you're I, just I, a jerk. Yeah, exactly. And like again, I'm gonna bring up one of the actresses who plays the cynical character really well, which is Zendaya. I always applaud Zendaya for playing a cynical character because when she does it, it's very believable and it's like to the point. You know, like, I, I would bring up Euphoria, since I'm, I'm not going to bring up uh, Malcolm and Marie, but something like Euphoria, where she's being cynical about, oh, um, people with mental, uh, with mental health, like, issues. They, you're, when, like, the doctor asks you if you want, like, a, one pill versus the other pill, and, like, you pick one, but then the doctor says no and still picks one for you, and then she's like, that mirrors how society just puts you in the same box if you're in mental health. And, like, she does it in such a relatable way. That you're just kind of like, hmm. huh, that's actually true. Like, when you think about it, it's like if, if, if you broke your leg, 
right? And you said you wanted something for your leg personally. Your doctors still give you what they think is good for your leg, not what you think is good for your leg. Mm -hmm. I mean, the leg is different because it's physical, but you kind of get what I mean, right? So, <laughs> well, and I see that that's the same thing. Uh, like personal, personal little story time is um, when I'm sitting in a coffee shop and I hear women down a couple tables going on and on and on about how they're engaged and how they're so happy, and I'm sitting there going, "You'll be divorced in two to five years because." Oh Cynic, really, our Why? divorce rate is like sixty percent. I don't say it to them; I say it to myself because our divorce rate is so high that you only have like a point four, like a forty percent chance actually making a marriage work. Pam, let these people be happy. Okay, I'm gonna bring this. No, I'm gonna bring this up because Pam, Pam wants to be cynical. Everyone keeps looking. No, I'm, I'm gonna bring this up because Pam wants to be super cynical today. Everyone keeps going like, "Oh my gosh, divorce is the end of a happy marriage. How can it end in divorce?" Why would we look at it this way? Divorce is I the end of an unhappy marriage. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> like, if people are unhappy, then why should it stick on? being unhappy for each other we don't live in caveman times anymore where we have to be like here's my logic pam you need to learn to you need to learn to love yourself (laughs) (laughs) like listen isn't that romantic listen pam you need to love yourself better like (laughs) oh my goodness like i don't know what we need to do do we need to bring up that that thing that i found last week (laughs) Oh, good God. No, we don't. We don't need to have that conversation. I don't know. I I think with me... Oh, my God. On that note, cute Starbucks barista paid for my drink on Wednesday. (laughs) Anyways, moving on. I was was just going to say, I think... I don't know. Maybe other people might not be like me, but I think most people are more or less focused on themselves and their goals in life. Like, if, if someone... I didn't know was talking about, oh, hey, I'm engaged. I'd be like, oh, good for you, stranger. Like, awesome. But like, I, congratulations. what am I supposed to do with that information? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't care. I'm not saying (laughs) I would go up to them and say, you'll be divorced. I say, they like, if I overhear it or whatever, or someone tells me, I say, oh, congratulations. But on the inside, I am being cynical as hell. You know if life was a real life movie, Pam would be that friend in high school who's bitter and alone until that weird quirky guy comes along. <laughs> you know, that Adam Divine dude being like, I don't know why you look at life like this. It's a musical or some ridiculous thing like oh. that. And like, we'll be standing on there. Yeah, just room. starts background no and then you're just watching though Pam would then be like this is not real no one loves you no one loves me and her life ends unhappy <laughs> oh, my goodness. i say uchi uh is this a movie or is this real life we're talking about oh my about? goodness what is this thing it's it's so weird i don't know i feel like for those people out there honestly speaking valentine's day it's not a big deal it, your birth it's, it's, your birthday is not a big deal like you just, whoa, 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 calm yeah, down, bro. Your birthday, your birthday is a big oh. deal. No, it's whoa, not. calm down, Sam. Your, birth, your birthday, no, Sam, your birthday serves is a big to remind deal. you that you're cl- one year closer to death, literally. No. Oh. Whoa, okay, no. Who hurt you now? Hey. No. Hey, wait, Sam, who Uchi, hurt you? Your birthday reminds like, you that you're one year closer to death. Stop. Okay. Stop. 
do I have to be the therapist of this session? Uchi, I'm what saying, happened, bro? No, I'm saying Wait, this. Confide in me. The difference between me and Pam is I'm saying this, but I'm okay with it. Because guess what? It just means I have one year less to become a god, literally. So wait, I just wait, need wait. to wait, focus on becoming about, a god Sam. with the years I have left. <laughs> Sam, Sam, yes. Sam, wait, wait. Don't worry about it. As the person keeps reminding us, they're a bit older than the rest of us, so they're closer to their death. <laughs> I am not okay with aging. I am not. I am like legit. Make it stop. I like. Okay, wait, I have made wait, a pact wait, that wait, since. Wait, 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 Pam. You're closer to forty mm. than when you were born. I am. I am, and it's it's terrifying. Um, I I want to age like I, fine wine. <laughs> I have made a pact that because I'm gonna get that lipo money. Took, you know, get that tummy. I'm okay. okay. <laughs> I got, I got a few things well, to say. I thought, Pam, Pam, I thought you were going to be that cougar. <laughs> I am going to be a cougar. Anyways, I'm cougar on one. You're cynical. Exactly. I don't know. I'll figure it out. I'll be a cynical <laughs> cougar. Anyways, on that plan, no, I am on the Dolly Parton plan. If I see something bagging, sagging, or hanging, I'm getting it nip tucked or sucked. And two, since 2020 I'm took sure away. I'm who wants to suck. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Why? 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 I said that just to get a response. No. And secondly, since no. 2020 took away my year of being 27, I am not aging until the world is back to normal. So I will probably be turning 27 again this year. Until further notice, I am not aging. I just think, sure, bro. I just think, sure, bro. I just think, you're not, get, you're not getting older. <laughs> I just think all of us, and I mean all of us, Michael included, because he's not here. We need to remember the first movie we did this year, which was Soul, because guess what? You can do all the tummy tucks you want, but if you fall into a manhole, no amount of tummy tucks is going to fix that. So <laughs> you're you're gone. You're done. It's over. Oh yeah. So okay, um, it's over. I was. Okay, well, on that note of tummy tucks and all that, I was literally, since we're, because we're video chatting while doing this, I was literally, like, sitting, and I'm like, wow, I need to get my lip filler redone. No. Okay, see, that's, <laughs> my point is, it does, you're not special. It doesn't matter, okay? <laughs> Mr. Mr. Man, who thinks anyway. with infinite practice, he'll be better than LeBron James. Guess what? You fall into a manual cover, that ain't happening, okay? Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Sam, you anyway, have a, okay. Wait. You wait. have. Anyway, back to the movie. Yes. My point. I can't believe I have to be the voice of reason, <laughs> what, three weeks in a row now. My point is with this Uchi's movie is that it did not help matters at all, I feel. It did not need to no. be made. It just, it has no business being a movie. I think they could have done things way differently and made something way better and way more positive with than what they did mm -hmm. and yeah no honestly it's just it, it's crazy because you give this 70 percent and then you give venom like 43 i have questions so but yeah, see look, i want to like look. i really kind of want us to do malcolm and marie at some point to almost do like not a compare and contrast but like because you and i were talking about this last end on the group chat how like are how this movie has a high 
Rotten Tomatoes score, but low audience score, mm-hmm. whereas Malcolm and Marie has the flipped. And I kind of want to almost like see, yeah, I kind of want to. People enjoy, but, the audience enjoyed Malcolm and Marie more when the critics yeah, like I, it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like critics get offended when they're called out. Yeah. I really do. 100%. Oh, yeah. It's like. 100%. Critics get, offend, critics get offended. Critics think they're, they're special. <laughs> critics get offended when they're called out, and then critics. Love it when movies praise them to hell and high water. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like the movie La La Land. Oh. I really hate La La Land. And exactly. it's just because it's Hollywood it. sucking Hollywood off. It's a terrible movie. It's, it's like I said about... Movie. I almost, like Wonder Woman. It's Wonder Woman. It's the U.S. sucking the U.S. off. Yeah. I mean, that's more Superman. But yeah, I get your point. Even Wonder Woman. Yeah, it's all superhero movies. I guess so. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. But yeah, anyways, yeah. so over here on Northern Critic, we rate and review our films using a coordinate system. We have North for good writing and South for bad writing. Um, in a similar style, we use our East for good cinematography or style or casting, stuff like that. And a West if all of that was bad. So a good movie with good writing and good cinematography would be a Northeast, uh, whereas a movie with bad writing and bad cinematography would be a Southwest. Uh, and anything else falls in between. Uh, similarly, we also use the GMT line and the equator as our north, south, east, west, because we like to teach you about geography. So if we mention a country, that's just kind of the rating we're giving it as well. Um, so, yeah, who wants to go first? Uh, I'm going to go completely neutral in the middle of the compass because this movie, the only redeeming quality of the movie was the music. Mm-hmm. And other than that, it was just meh. There's way there's things it needs a lot of tummy tucks to fix this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean it it just it 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 is the equivalent of I'm trying to think. I don't even know. <laughs> yeah. Don't even know. I don't even know what it's the equivalent of, to be honest. It's just I'm trying to think I mean, of like actor i can go next that's really bad yeah uchi go ahead oh an actor that's really bad adam divine <laughs> not even because as an actor adam that's divine is harsh. still better than this movie i feel like this movie yeah. is like yes this movie is megan fox unnecessary <laughs> just wow. unnecessary oh my god okay now that you mentioned megan fox do you remember the movie jennifer's body <laughs> It's unnecessary. I bet that Jennifer's body, looking back on it, is supposed to be a decent movie. It's I remember watching it the first time. It was, to watch. Oh, it's really bad to watch. It's but so like, bad, whole, but it's enjoyable. It's like bad. the whole post, the post-revolution, and like, oh, this movie's more woke than it actually was, right? But like, that's the whole breakdown. Like, you know how movie. Warm Bodies is bad? Like, you know how Warm Bodies is bad, but it's good? It's like mm. the same sort of thing. Although like I would say day. I really lo- I really loved Megan Fox in New Girl, so my my like and dislike for her is very very I don't know title, so it just depends. But you generally, you are breaking up horrendously. Sam. That's fine. I I sound better here on my end, but it's okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, cut, cut the okay, so prefacing what I said earlier, I was saying uh, Megan Fox, I do respect her as an actor. Uh, <laughs> I've liked her in a couple things. Actress. But as, as an actor, because they're all actors, Pam. 
<laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know for for this. However, I don't know. This movie was unnecessary, much like Megan Fox's character in a lot of the movies she's done. Just unnecessary. Um, just like Rihanna in Battleship, unnecessary. So hey, so, so hey, this, leave, so, leave Riri, Riri out. I of love this. I love Rihanna, but she was unnecessary in that film. So bro, I don't know why you're saying this stuff. I'm gonna come fight you. Oh my goodness! Or like Rihanna in Valerian and the Thousand Stars or whatever that yeah, film. We, we, movie don't, was. we don't talk about that movie. Exactly. We don't talk about that movie. Unnecessary. That movie was really so, bad. Unnecessary. But so, guess what? I'd rather watch that movie than this movie ever again. True. Um, so yes, my um, turn. I'm I'm giving it. It's just bad all around. Bad acting. Bad. Just, I don't like it. <laughs> just don't like it. This is the Mariana Trench for me. Yeah. Time for y'all to bust out Google Maps. Mm-hmm. I give this movie a Saint Helens. And if you don't know where that is exactly like this movie, this movie is not memorable at all. No one cares about this movie. This movie hit leaves zero impression on you. You can come out of this movie angry, or you can just come out very... <laughs> not even tired, just like with very little cause. Like I kept saying before, I finished this movie and I was like, cool. Anyway, I literally moved on. <laughs> like, I, I think... I'm going to preface this and I to expose this. Whenever I do finish watching a movie for the podcast, I usually try not to watch anything afterwards just because like, I want to let stuff marinate in my mind, let me think about it for a bit, right? Mm-hmm. As soon as this movie finished, I was like, all right, what's next on Netflix? Ooh, comedy. <laughs> I've been watching Parks and Rec recently, so yeah, that's just been me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Oh, great. Pam's going to be cynical about Pox and Rec now. Ooh. I got to season three and then I just couldn't. Now I know. I'm going to attack Pox and Rec about something. Yeah. <laughs> no, okay. I just, it's not my type of show. I didn't like The Office, though, either. And it's the same sort of thing as The Office. And like, like I said, I think I got to season three or four of Parks and Rec and then I just needed a break and then I just couldn't get back into it. I thought you of all I, know, I thought I, you would love Ron. Like Ron seems like your kind of man. So Ron Stolwell. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You know, he he loves the government. No, he doesn't. Yeah. Can, can I say something? <laughs> I don't. I don't love the government. I love that the government pays my paycheck. Wait. 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 I think that leads up to the podcast. As soon as I say this, we're just going to cut the recording, please. <laughs> okay. Can we say it? Yes, go for it. What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Pam, She's having a hard time getting it out. Pam looks like she'd call Ron Daddy. 